From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. We had some excitement in White Oak uh, just the other day. It was the unveiling of a new house, April 25th. And on the line with me right now is uh, Army Staff Sergeant Michelle Satterfield. And she's going to explain to us uh, why this house is unlike other houses. Uh, good morning, Michelle. Good morning. How are you? Good. Tell us about this house because people, you know, get new houses all the time, but they don't get uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, everyone else out. T- tell us about this new house that you've just got. Um, well, I was nominated for this house and just, uh, for recognition recognition of my service in the Army Reserve. Um, there's a couple organizations involved. We were Technologies, uh, Tunnels for Towers out of New York, and the Steelers, of course. Um, but the coolest thing I think about this house is that it was built by students from a Keysport High School and the Spillock's Building Construction class. So, um, And the organizations involved, the Tunnels for Towers, to the first for them. Um, as far as going on the uh, modular home side, so I think it's pretty cool that the students were involved in it. So let's jump. Let's jump back for a whole. First of all, where, whereabouts? I don't want everybody driving past your house uh, when they hear this on the radio. But whereabouts is your house in White Oak? Um, it's off of. It's on. I'm just going to say it's on Jersey Street. Okay. It's already kind of been out there. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Channel Two was out there, so I don't think it's too much of a secret anymore. So you're off Jersey Street in. In, in White Oak. Um, and, and tell us, first of all, about your service in the Army Reserves. How long have you been in the Army Reserves? Well, yesterday I just hit my 18th year. Wow. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's been, it's been interesting. Lots of fun. Lots of new and different experiences. Um, we've got a few more years and I'll probably retire when I hit my 20th. I understand you're f- fourth generation in the service? Yes. Okay. My, grand, my grandfather's on my, both my parents and my uh, my mother and my father's side. My father was in the military. My great-grandfather was in the military. My brother also served. And my little sister just turned 17 last month, and she plans to enlist as soon as she can. <laughs> and wh- whereabouts have you been deployed? I've been I've done two tours to Iraq, and I've done some humanitarian missions in El Salvador and Peru, and I was also activated for Hurricane Sandy Relief. And you are assigned to the 14th Quartermaster Company? Yes. Out of Greensburg. Mm-hmm. Very, very kind of briefly, tell people what the uh, Quartermaster Corps does in the Army. Um, well, my unit specifically is, does water purification. Okay. Um, the Quartermaster, Cures, uh, Quartermaster Corps is all the logistics, supply, um, the cooks, the laundry and bath. Um, but my unit, we, we are a water purification unit. So our mission is to purify water for wherever we're at, base camps, um, for drinking, cooking, showers, laundry, things like that. And you have a little boy, too. I do. He's 12. And, and is he, where's he? Uh, is he's, I'm assuming he's going to school. Where's he going to school at? He goes to school in Morgantown, West okay. Virginia, um, until we get moved and settled. Uh, that's where we're, we're from. So uh-huh. he'll finish up this year at the middle school there and ride back and forth. I, I'm still going to work in Morgantown for a little bit while he's in school down here. So he'll ride back and forth with me. Oh, so you're relocating to the to the Pittsburgh area then because it's close to the Quartermaster Corps, to the 14th. Okay. Very good. Uh, Staff Sergeant Michelle Satterfield is on the line with us right now. She has a new house in White Oak. You know, we're always looking for to get people to move into the McKeesport area. And uh, here we have one on the phone right now. Um, now, tell us, first of all, take us back to December 20th uh, at Heinz Field. 
So what what happened there? You were at at the uh, Steelers Broncos game uh, at Heinz Field, and 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 what exactly happened? Um, well, I was there to be recognized by ATI out of Pittsburgh. They do a salute to heroes um, thing every home game, mm-hmm. so I was there to be recognized by them. And um, not thinking anything else about it, other than that, I was just on the field, and they surprised me by bringing my brother out, who I hadn't seen in a couple years. So. Um, and you thought this was just rec- they were recognizing members of the armed forces. You thought, and this was just recognizing your 18 years of service and, and the chores that you had had done. Okay, so you, you so you, you were flattered. So it was nice enough to be recognized, anyways. But then what happened? Absolutely, yeah. And then they surprised me by bringing my brother out, uh-huh. and um, and then they kept on with surprised me again with the house. And I was still kind of in shock a little bit over my brother being there that it took me a minute to even realize what was going on with the house. I didn't catch it right away. (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of thrown off guard with that, but uh, everything just happened so fast, and it was, uh, I I don't know, it was was amazing. Did did you have any idea who nominated you? This this house was funded in part by the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation, and we're going to talk to uh, John Hodge from the Tunnels to Tower Foundation in just a couple of minutes. But do do you have an idea who nominated you for this? Um, I think I do. (laughs) Are we allowed to say or no? Sure, I'm allowed. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, And and describe now the house to us. What's the house look like and and, and what all's in it? Well, um, it's perfect, actually. It's the perfect... I, I don't think I could have planned it and laid it out better. It's uh, three bedrooms, two baths. It's got a huge basement downstairs that my son has already decided is going to be the game room. <laughs> and um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So we're down the road, we'll get that set up. But uh, it's very open. It's got nine-foot ceilings, um, crown molding all over the place. It's it's gorgeous. Um, we had a... Lynn Mack painted a mural on Hunter's wall, a uh, really awesome Spider-Man mural, cool. and um, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> and, and and so this and this house was built then by uh, students at the in the vocational technical program at McKeesport Area High School. But um, fr- from what I understand, and I've not seen the house yet myself, but from what I understand, you cannot tell these kids did an excellent job. Oh, they absolutely did. It's it's amazing. It's I think that's the coolest thing about it. You you really can't tell that the students did it. And um, so not only are they learning something like a technical trade, but you know they've given to somebody. I mean, they've changed the lives of myself and my son dramatically. And um, I hope that they are as proud of themselves as I am. I, it's amazing. It really is. And, and and when you say you you were probably going to retire then from the Army Reserves, do you have a full time day job then as well? I do. Yes. Okay, and uh, I work down here in Morgantown for the, for the university. Or are you allowed to say like who you work for? Um, I work for a pharmaceutical company. Okay, I'm that's not fine. Sure. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're working in the pharmaceutical industry, but um, right now you're commuting then from Morgantown to your service in the 14th Quartermaster. Is that a couple weekends a month? I'm assuming. Um, I do. It's a minimum one weekend a month, okay. but I'm pretty involved with the unit, so I'm actually I'm up there quite. A bit to okay. be honest with you um and I, I i like doing that i'm really close with my soldiers and their family members so um, I, I don't have any family here in morgantown so it's kind of nice being closer to them and being able to see them throughout you know throughout the month just on our duty weekends 
Well, congratulations, first of all. Thank you for your service, as I said, and congratulations, uh, first of all, um, on, on this house. I, I uh, talked to, uh, like I said, we're going to talk to John Hodge here in just a couple of minutes from the uh, Stephen Siller Tunnels to Towers Foundation. But um, um, as I said to him, it's kind of like going to the Oprah Winfrey show and you get a house and you get a house. I, I don't know how I would have reacted if I was, you know, in front of all these, you know, 50,000 people at a Steelers game and they said, here's, a, we're, we're going to build you a house too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was crazy. It's, um, Amazing. I, I've watched the video a couple of times or the footage from it several times throughout, you know, the last few months. And every time it just it brings tears to my eyes and still kind of a dream. <laughs> Uh, Sergeant, Staff Sergeant Michelle Satterfield is attached to the 14th Quartermaster Company in Greensburg. She is the recipient of a new house in White Oak that was built by students at McKeesport Area High School, and we're going to find out more about that in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Staff Sergeant Satterfield, thank you so much, and uh, I, I guess I can, uh, I think uh, Mayor uh, Martin from White Oak and uh, Mayor Trepko from McKeesport already did this, but let me welcome you to the area, too. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Stay tuned. Uh, when we come back in 30 seconds, we're going to talk to John Hodge. He's the Chief Operating Officer of the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. The loss of our local daily newspaper is hitting everyone hard, and one thing many folks are missing is our local obituary page. At Tube City Community Media, we're trying to help. McKeesportobituaries.com is a free service, updated every day with memorials and death notices from throughout the Monioc area. It's a partnership with your local funeral professionals. We would appreciate your tax-deductible contribution, but you'll never have to pay to get the information you need. It's just a mouse click away. McKeesportobituaries.com. Another service of Tube City Online. On the line with us right now is John Hodge. He's the Chief Operating Officer of the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Good, John. Uh, tell us, first of all, uh, what happened here on, on April 25th. Well, it actually really started uh, on December 20th when uh, we uh, were at the Heinz Field and Tunnel to Towers Foundation in conjunction with Blue Roof Technologies, also known as Tiger Vet, mm-hmm. uh, were down on the field for a surprise. Michelle Satterfield thought she was going to be recognized, as the Steelers do at every one of the games, as a member of the armed services. And in the process, once they got her down on the field, then we surprised her and let her know that she had been selected, unbeknownst to her, to uh, be a recipient of a home in White Oak. How, so how was she selected? Well, it was a process. Uh, all, all the groups that I just mentioned, the Steelers, Tunnel to Towers, Blue Roof, we all got together. We had a list of applicants, and over a period of time, it was whittled down. And I think one of the things that made the big difference for us, for uh, Michelle, is that um, she, amongst many others, she served overseas. She served in different countries. She's a water purification specialist. Um, We're New Yorkers. We're a 9-11 organization named in honor of a firefighter who was killed on September 11th. And uh, in, in 2012, during Hurricane Sandy, or uh, as it's known in New York as Superstorm Sandy, 
it was a tremendous amount of devastation. And Michelle was originally deployed to come to the New York area to help with water issues um, in Breezy Point, New York. And then ultimately was so moved by what she saw happening in her own country, not that far from where she lived, that she organized another whole group and came back and volunteered okay. for a period of time to assist. And, uh, you know, we are a New York organization, and uh, our foundation is in Staten Island, New York. And on uh, the, in 2012, when Sandy hit, people within a half mile of our foundation office were drowning in their own homes in their basements, yeah. in their house, when that water came in. So needless to say, it's something we were very much moved by, that she was, that she was so affected by what she saw that she came back. And the uh, same as the Tunnel to Towers did in Staten Island, she did in Breezy Point, New York and provided assistance on a voluntary basis for a period, a long period of time. Uh, who nominated her? Do you know? I don't know the answer to that, no. Okay. Uh, we thought she just made a great candidate, and so we surprised her down on the field, and we said we're going to build you a house. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Sounds like Oprah Winfrey, huh? You get a house, and you get a house. and yeah. In, in about 10-degree weather, we said we're going to build you a house, and, and then, uh, however, we, uh, we made good on that promise, and uh, on April 25th, we did hand her the actual keys to her house, in, in White Oak. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath home, and she and her son Hunter were there, and uh, they are getting ready to uh, move into it. Uh, John, how many of these houses have you built for, for vets? Well, uh, when we gave Michelle the keys to her home, that was the 47th home that the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has handed over the keys to. And where have the houses well, been? I'm sorry? Where, where all have the houses been? They're all over the country, actually. Uh-huh. We, built, we built coast to coast. Um, what we found is that uh, in a lot of cases, the homes we're building uh, right now are for the most catastrophically injured service members coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. Okay. And uh, we put a tremendous amount of smart technology in these homes that they could be operated off an iPad or a smartphone because uh, the, the folks who are getting them, as I say, are missing three and sometimes all four of their limbs, presents a tremendous number of challenges. They call them their forever homes. Uh, because the likelihood of them being able to get another home such as that is probably not great. And so, therefore, we allow them to pick exactly where it is they want to live, where they think they're going to be most comfortable for the rest of their lives, because this probably will be their forever home. So uh, we, build them, we build them all over the country. Um, Michelle is not disabled. Michelle uh-huh. is, an ex- is, is an exception to what we normally do, um, but super deserving for all the reasons I've already described. And, uh, you know, she loves the White Oak. Uh, area and it puts her close to the 14th quartermaster, which she plans on continuing on with. Uh-huh. And uh, I believe she is also looking to do some continuing education and potentially become a social worker with a specialty in the field of helping other veterans. Um, it, it's interesting, you know. I mentioned she's a single mom, but it seems like, uh, in a lot of ways, even at her current young young age, she's kind of become a mom to a lot of the folks that are in her unit. We're talking about uh, the house that was presented on April 25th in White Oak to a U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Michelle Satterfield, who's fourth-generation Army, uh, assigned to the 14th Quartermaster Company. How did, uh, right now on the phone with us is John Hodge of the Tunnel Towers Foundation, which uh, paid for the house. Um, who were the other partners? Because I, I see you had other partners. You had, besides Blue Roof, you had uh, Dawn's Appliances, you had FedEx, you had Home Depot. What were their roles in this project? Uh, some of them donated uh, items to us. Okay. Uh, Don's Appliances donated the appliances in the kitchen. Okay. Um, Home Depot donated a phenomenal amount of volunteer hours and a good amount of cash and finished up by giving uh, the McKeesport Area High School 
a $25,000 gift card so they could purchase materials for the students to build another home for a deserving vet. Boy, that's a gift card you don't want to lose, huh? You Don't lose that one down behind the couch. Uh, what I do? What I do with that gift card? Yeah, right. FedEx contributed money. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers helped out. They contributed money to us. It was really a, a wonderful community effort. But you know what? I'll tell you what, Jason. We're not surprised because two years ago, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation handed over the keys to Sergeant Doug Vitale in Peters Township. I was just going to ask you about the other houses. And uh, have there been other houses in the Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania area? Well, certainly the one for Sergeant Vitale was right yeah. in the region. Peters Township, yeah. Uh, they're probably about an hour apart. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he was uh, very severely injured in an IED explosion and uh, lost both of his legs and unfortunately suffered, because of the loss of blood, uh, suffered strokes on both sides of his brain, leaving him uh, in, a, in a really tough shape. His uh, beautiful wife, Alexis, has been a tremendous inspiration uh, to not only the community, certainly to us here at Tunnel to Towers also because we get to interact with a lot of, a lot of situations. And uh, she has just done a wonderful job with Doug, and they have a great house there. But uh, we realized then when we were dealing two years ago with building Doug's house, just what a fantastic area for a fantastic community uh, Pittsburgh region is. And uh, so we, we saw that same level of community involvement with this house for Michelle Satterfield. And I, I have to give a real uh, thank you to the folks at Pittsburgh Steelers because, boy, there's an organization that really cares. John Hodge is the chief operating officer of the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, they helped coordinate and uh, provide the funding um, between them and the different partners for this new house in White Oak uh, that was uh, delivered to U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Michelle Satterfield on April 25th. John, uh, if people want more information about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, how will they get in touch with you? The best way to do it is to go to Tunnel. TwoTowers.org. Okay. You can put it in any way you want. It is Tunnel. The official is Tunnel, the number two, and Towers.org. Um, and you can go online and donate to the foundation, or you can go online and specifically donate to our Building for America's Bravest program. You know, there's one sponsor I did leave out, and it was a last-minute surprise, which I don't want to miss this opportunity. It wasn't just that Michelle got a brand-new house with all the appliances from Don's Appliances. She also got a gorgeous floor from Carpet One, Rustmer Carpet One. Okay. And then at the last minute, our buddies from Bob's Discount Furniture came through, delivered by FedEx. Okay, okay. A $10,000 gift certificate to put furniture into that home. So uh, uh, we're gonna, when we come back, we're going to talk with Mike Locke, the instructor at McKeesport Area High School, whose students actually built this house for Staff Sergeant Satterfield. Uh, John Hodge uh, from the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Tunnel, the number two, towers.org is the website. John, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. Thank you. Have a great day. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Mike Locke from McKeesport High School. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter 
at Tube City Online. So on the line with us right now is Mike Locke. He's a teacher at what is the uh, what we used to call the Voke. What's it called now? Keysport Area Technology Center. Okay, but for, for because this is McKeesport, we're going to call it the Voke forever. Uh, McKeesport Area Technology Center. This is the career um, and and training and professional development uh, uh, part of McKeesport High School. And and what do you teach? Well, I teach building construction. So okay. We do seven different areas. We teach plumbing, electrical, carpentry, inside and outside finish, masonry, lock laying, and, and anything else you can think of it has to do with the home. About how, how, about how many students do you have in a class at any given time? Uh, I average right around 25 to 30 kids a class. And and our classes last about three periods long. Okay, and what grade levels? I teach 9 through 12. 9 through 12, okay. So you got, how long have you been uh, teaching there at, at, at Mickey's Prairie Technology Center? I've been here about 21 years. Okay. And when did they start the building construction program? Because I know that's been going on for a couple of years now at least. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's the uh, construction program's been here for quite some time, but we started building houses my first year here. Okay. So the first house we ever built was about 20 years ago. Okay. And it's modular construction. What does that mean in terms of modular versus stick built, I think is the terminology. Right, right. Uh, well, what we do is we build them here on site in two halves, and then we ship them out um, by way of a trailer and uh, take them to the sites. So you have two halves, but, but they're, they're built quite well, and, and we'll put them together on the site. You have a whole house. These are the houses that we see a lot of times if you're on the interstate or you're on a highway and, and you see a truck uh, going down Route 51 or whatever with a half of a house on it. Yeah, absolutely. How long does it take your students to build one of these houses? Uh, we have built, uh, we average one a year. Okay. There was one year that we built two a year. Um, and right now, because we have so many other projects, we probably build one every year and a half. Okay. Where have some of your houses ended up at? Uh, we have houses... Um, all over McKeesport, and we also have houses as far as Tynesta. Okay. We have another house down on the river that the lawyer bought, and uh, um, so we, we can, the cost is, is not actually in the traveling, it's more just in the crane and the setting of the house, so whenever they buy them, you could take them anywhere you want to take them, because there's a statewide inspection that goes on with them. Okay, and uh, how does somebody get in touch with you that, that they want to buy a modular home, how do you sort of... Um is sell the right word? Do you sell them? No, what we do is we put them out on bid. Okay. And then somebody can bid on them. Okay. And, and the highest bidder gets the home. Oh, that makes sense. We're always building, so they have a chance to, to you know, get a house. There's no doubt about it. But they're, they're really well-built homes. I think that's one of the, the things that people don't realize is that our inspections that we have to do for these houses are uh, a little bit more um, a little bit more vigorous than the inspections that you would do on a normal home because our houses have to be craned into place and everything. they got to actually fly, so okay. they have to be built a little better, a little bit more sounder, a little bit more insulation, and uh, we have to go through state inspections, so it's 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 pretty pretty um, involved. Mike Locke is on the phone with us right now. He's an instructor at McKeesport Area Technology Center. His students built the house uh, for Staff Sergeant Michelle Satterfield um, that she received as through part of the uh, Tunnel to Towers Foundation uh, project that it was put on a uh, lot in White Oak. So you have worked with John Bertotti's organization before, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and he, he was one of our administrators here as well. Okay. So so, so um, I understand they had some involvement with this as well. And, and what makes this particular house a smart house? Well, they're putting a lot of smart technology in, um, in the electronics end of it. So uh, what it does is it makes, makes the house, uh, your house capability as far as keeping your eye on it, um, 
a lot easier. You can do a lot of things from your phone. And I think the whole the whole reason behind the smart technology is to let people live in their homes a little bit longer than they normally would. So so that would so the technology in her house will do what like monitor the heating and air conditioning or yes, okay. you can do stuff from your phone. Um, there's a lot of little things that they'll put in there. Uh, to make that happen, but if there's a, an elderly person that's that's wanting these houses, uh, one of the things that we're going to incorporate is a little bit wider hallways, uh-huh. uh, three foot doors, so that we can have wheel, wheel, wheelchair accessibility, and uh, they'll put floor sensors in. They'll put um, things in where you can turn the stove off uh, from your own home, um, and, and work the furnace from your own home from your cell phone. All those types of things are are, are capabilities that that can be done. Those houses, like I said, those are for people um, to mainly try to keep them in their home instead of putting them in a facility where, you know, you're going to pay a lot more money, and, and it's a good way to keep your parents safe. So, um, Or your kids, uh, you know, yeah. they have smart locks and everything else, and, and the technology is really, really pretty incredible of what you could do with these homes. When did your students find out that this, this house was going to uh, Sergeant Satterfield? Uh, we found out um, right, right before the uh, Denver Bronco game. Okay. Uh, yeah, they had they had picked somebody, and, and, and we had found out about it. We were very excited about it because we support our veterans. So that was something that was uh, that was near and dear to all of our hearts. So you had already started construction on, on this house, I'm assuming, because you said it takes about a year. Yes. So this house was, was underway. This one was done. But I have to be really proud of them because I think, yeah. you know, people don't realize that, that they're doing work that uh, um, is, is very dangerous. It's the same work that goes on outside of the, of the school if you were at a regular job site. And uh, it's just as dangerous, and it's just as uh, rigorous as far as the um, snow and the rain and everything else, because we have to get them done. So, uh, along with other projects that we do through the school, so um, you know that's that's all that live work is just fantastic for the experience of the students. They really get a good idea of what it's like to build a home. I was just going to ask. That's my next question. Actually, was was I'm assuming a lot of these kids do they go on to careers in the building trades? Yeah, there's a lot of them. I got kids in the carpenters union. I got kids in the electrical union. I have kids who are out on their own. Um, yeah, and, uh, and they're really doing well. And and it's it's amazing once you see that light go off that this is what they're interested in. It's called a cluster program. So I give them as many. Um, different looks as as, uh, as far as different careers are concerned. And then they go from there. They could go into post-secondary school or they can uh, go out on their own and, and start their own business, which one of the things that I do offer here, because I, I have my own businesses, um, is just to make sure that they don't get in trouble or, or if they need me to come out and do some consult work or whatever, then I go out with them and make sure that they, uh, they're successful in whatever they do. Uh, and, and the other thing that would strike me is, is working in the, in the building trades is um, there's other stuff from other areas of their school work that's going to come into play. I can remember the first time I had to use geometry in real life. My grandfather and I were putting siding on a house, and he said, well, how much siding do you think we're going to need for the peak of that roof? And I said, oh, gee, that looks like a triangle to me. Um, so, there, so, so if they go end up going out on the job site, they're going to end up using math and algebra and probably some, you know, have to learn how to write a business letter and write a proposal and all that other kind of stuff. Um, this really sort of integrates their whole high school education then. Oh, absolutely. We, we teach across the board and we work with our, uh, um, we work with our math teachers and English teachers and all that stuff. Uh-huh. So, um, uh, and, it, and it just matches up beautifully. Uh, you can't, you can't get a better match than, you know, math and, and building construction. So all that stuff just just uh, totally uh, uh, works together, and, and sometimes we do some team teaching, and and uh, so it's it's a great opportunity for the kids to show the practical application for their math, for their English, 
um, for their sciences yeah. and, and, and all the other classes that they take. So it works out really well. And our kids, usually the, the kids in the technology center, you know, they, they tend to be a little stronger in their math and, yeah. and uh, different things because it, it's all it, it's all all goes together. So we have to teach it all. Mike Locke is our, has been our guest. We've been talking about the uh, Building Trades Construction Program at McKeesport Area Technology Center, what, what everybody in town still calls the VOC, I think. Uh, <laughs> we try to, that's right. Right. Um, and, and if people want to get in touch and, and find out more information, they go to the school district website? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you go to the school district website. Okay. Um, Which I believe is m- mckasd.net? Yes. Okay. And then that way they can, they can get a hold of our... Uh, financial department and they can they can uh lead them into uh getting a bid on a house and possibly getting a house okay so mckasd.net is the website for the mckeesport area school district mike Locke has been our guest to talk about the house that was built for michelle satterfield we'd also like to thank sergeant satterfield for talking to us earlier in the program and john hodge from the tunnel to towers foundation um, mike before i let you go have you started your next house yet yes we actually have one that's about two-thirds the way done and we're starting another one in september Awesome. Very good. Well, congratulations. Saying is, our saying is uh, building construction, McKeesport. We're built, rebuilding McKeesport one house at a time. Hey, I'd like to thank, uh, thank you, Mike, for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it. And, and thank you all for listening to Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.